Thank you, David Sedaris, for my epiphany. Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Or as I want to call it tonight, I think my friend is right. Maybe I should move to New York. After all, this is the perfect time. Running in the streets. Well, not this time, but you know, any other time. Besides, I've been walking so much that it's like, who needs a fucking car? Well, I only use it to go, you know, and get... Um, well, this is kind of a sore subject today. I had to go and get another cartridge because, well, you know, in uh, a couple months ago, I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to order a, a copier, a printer, so I can make life a little easier for everyone in the house. We can all print pictures and, you know, work. And so I had signed up for Instant Ink. Or so I thought. HP of all the little fees that are attached when you go over 300 pages because everyone wants to kill a tree these days rather than go paperless and just say here let me email it to you and so I went over and they charged me $10 and so I thought you know what and my brother said you know that sounds like a bait and switch you might want to cancel it so I canceled it thinking oh great And HP sends me the last of my print cartridges. Oops. But there was just one thing. You can't print from those cartridges now because, well, I'm no longer subscribed. So basically, they're useless. So when I woke up in the fucking morning to print, oh, seven pages is all I could get. So I had to take my happy ass to Best Buy. But see... These are different times, and you can't just go into Best Buy. You have to order it, and then you have to go pick it up. So you park in a special space, like you're going to McDonald's to pick up a meal, and they come out, and it's a little cartridge that's not going to last very long because, well, people want to kill trees. So I am not fucking happy. But hey, you know, I had a good exercise today. And then as I was outside walking around, listening to David Sedaris talk about his crazy sister, Amy Sedaris, wearing a fat suit home to the point where their father thought she'd actually gained weight. And it's hilarious. And I thought of my friend who is in New York. And I thought, I wish I was with him right now. Riding out the storm, listening, eating, Pacing back and forth in the apartment, trying to get those 10,000 steps in, but you can only make it to the bathroom with 10,000 steps. So eventually we would have to go out on the roof and walk as far as we could, you know. But I don't want to walk across the roof like Madonna tried to do in Who's That Girl? Remember that? Her and Griffin Dunn? You know, Madonna can't act for shit, but that is an enjoyable movie because it's just so crazy. And yeah, and then the cat, I think the cat, the big old tiger or whatever, oh, a tiger, its name is Murray, and it's wearing a diamond studded bracelet or necklace, you know, so yeah, in the middle of New York. So right now I'm thinking of my friend and thinking, hey, we can basically do scenes from Who's That Girl? I I don't know who's going to play Madonna because I don't think anyone wants to play Madonna right now. I don't think anybody. You know, Courtney Love said it best. I know you're thinking, oh, no, he's bringing the podcast down. He's going to quote Courtney Love. But hear me out. Courtney Love was once interviewed and she says, 
When, when Madonna want, wakes up, everyone wants to be her. Nobody wants to be me, and that's so liberating. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay. That is true, though. Everyone wants to be Madonna. Even uh, George Bush wanted to be Madonna, you know. I think he he had a stone-cutted, or uh, he had that cone bra, you know. Barbara would take it away from him. They're both in heaven now, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? They're bushes, you know. They like to go where it's windy. The funny thing that always kind of mystified me about the bushes was is that they were originally from Massachusetts. And it's like, how did you get that Texas accent? What did I, I, I don't understand that. That's like you're British and you come to live here and, you know, you don't have a British accent anymore. But the fact that here he's from Massachusetts, you think he talk like this. Oh, no, my son, George W. is doing just fine. It's like, how did you come up with that? What did you train yourself to talk Texanese? You know, Texas talk. Yeah. But, you know, I can't hate on the bushes. I mean, you know, they were old and um, they were nice to the Clintons and the Obamas and or as he called them, the, the Obamas. That's so wrong. Whenever someone butchers his name, it's like, yeah, I I know why you don't like him. And it's sad. And, you know, I liked him. I didn't agree with everything he did. I don't think he should have been that bipartisan. And, um, yeah. But here. We are here, and it's the Dr. Zeus podcast. This is not the Beyonce episode that you're looking for. You know, although I I will say... Lemonade, yeah. Yeah. I'm thirsty for some lemonade right now. But anyway, about four years ago, I remember hanging out with my friends, hanging out with my nephew later. And then the next day was my dad's birthday. So I went out to be a good son and go buy him scratch offs. And as I was going to pump gas with the scratch offs in my pocket, someone texted me. It was... Um, a friend of mine because I don't like to say real names on here and he texts me I'll never forget and his words were Prince is dead and I just was like no I almost dropped that pump I was like what Prince is not dead who confirmed it Twitter so I race home put the scratch offs away I go into my room ABC confirms it and then you know it ain't over till the fat wolf blitzer sings. CNN confirms it. I was heartbroken. You know, I actually took a nap that day. I later woke up and we had a party for my dad. But And then my dad referred to him as the little guy. Said the little guy died today. Prince. <laughs> you know, and it was Queen Elizabeth's birthday too, so. It was a it was a weird day. I won't say it was a shitty day. It was probably a shitty day for Prince, you know. But I liked Prince. I really, truly did. You know, everyone else was like, "Ooh, Michael Jackson," and I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, Prince." Even Janet liked Prince. Come on. <laughs> when Janet went to Minneapolis, her father Joe Jackson found out that she was going to work with Jer- uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and said, "You better not make my daughter sound like Prince." Because he didn't like Prince. Probably because, you know, they knew that that was Michael's competition. Oh, I don't like, I don't hate Prince. And then Prince, oh, I don't hate Michael. 
I think he's a very talented man. Yeah, because everyone knows the story of that Prince was going to be on bad. He was going to do, it was going to be a duet. And that part where Michael says, your butt is mine. And Prince was going to say that to him. And Michael was going to say that to him. And Michael, and Prince said, I'm not saying that to you. I don't want to be on the song. I don't blame him, you know? You know, I mean, Prince and Michael Jackson, no. That's like saying to Prince, hey, you want to sing on Man in the Mirror? How about we break the mirror instead? So, you know, Prince did kiss. <laughs> yeah. I will say that the day that Prince died, thieves were in the temple, to quote him. Love that song, Thieves uh, Thieves in the Temple. Raspberry Beret, Erotic City. Erotic City probably is one of my favorites. Everyone likes Purple Rain, and I like Purple Rain, but I like Erotic City. And then I like 1999. Um, that month that he died, I remember I woke up one Saturday at 4 p.m. I was unemployed, collecting unemployment. Um, the times are kind of similar, although right now I am working. But anyway during the day um and um i remember i woke up really late in the afternoon i don't know why i slept that long and i had this weird dream about these robots chasing me and i woke up and started playing 1999 i thought oh my god it's like that song you know where he's talking about um they said it was judgment day the sky was all purple there were people running everywhere trying to run from my destruction. I thought, wait a minute, did I just listen to the song and then dream about it? I had this weird dream where there were these robots chasing after me and they were in the country where I live. And they and I got into someone's car and they took me all the way to San Francisco. And these robots followed me and then they started to get into the to the bay and they and they rusted over. And I was saved by that big uh building that is shaped like a triangle, you know, the pyramid building. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. So here we are. It's the Dr. Zeus podcast and it's Monday. It's not Tuesday, but it's Monday. It's Monday. Yeah. It only, it feels like yesterday Prince died. It truly does. Such a talented man. A lot of problems though. Everyone has problems, you know, um, but loved the music. That's what he wanted to be remembered for. The music. And Oprah asked him once, you know, did you ever think of yourself as weird? And he's like, yeah. He likes being weird. It's it's eccentric, you know, eccentricity, you know, eccentricity. I don't know. I like being weird, too. So but I'm not Prince weird. OK, Prince Prince is just. Ooh, new book by. uh Stephen King? Okay, I like Stephen King. It's this is this a weird time is that you can follow someone like Stephen King on Twitter and and you get the scoop on the new book. I mean Barbara Walters is just not anywhere to be seen. I mean she wasn't there when the ball dropped. Maybe that's why 2020 started out so shitty. No Baba Wawa, you know? I'm Baba Walters and this is 2020. But I hear times haven't been good to her, and it's sad. You know, I did like her interviews. I didn't like it when she asked Ricky Martin if he was gay or not. You know, Barbara, you could have just asked him, are you a bottom? Are you versatile? (laughs) (coughs) I mean, she could have asked Catherine Hepburn that. 
Are you a top or a bottom? I'm both. <laughs> but sometimes I like to wear galoshes. And nothing else? Yes. You know, she asked Catherine Hepburn what kind of a tree she wanted to be. Um, and then everyone cries, you know. Um, uh, I don't know. Sometimes the interviews were a little silly. Like when she asked, you know, people are too nosy. We're, you guys are too nosy about these celebrities. Remember that one year that Sarah Jessica Parker won her Golden Globe and she didn't thank her husband. Who cares? And then people were like, oh, my God, he's sleeping on the couch. And then Barbara Walters says, but you did not thank your husband. No, I, I, I was very proud of the show. My marriage was not nominated. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, hello. And Barbara Walters is still crying. Yes, I understand. But people want to know, does Matthew Broderick sleep on the couch? And then they had a baby after that. So, you know, I mean, Cat Swallowed the Canary right there, right there. I know you're like, oh, my God, you're so random. Well, hey, is Tom is Tom Hardy bisexual? Yeah. Is the Pope Catholic? I, I love Tom Hardy. And he's going to be reading those bedtime stories again. Not Madonna's bedtime stories, thankfully. And Madonna should, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, Tom Hardy. I've always said that he should have been in the Avengers because Venom is Marvel. It's not DC. And because, you know, but see, Marvel didn't want things to go the easy way. The easy way would have just had Venom eat Thanos, you know, just eat his head off and, you know, or just eat the gauntlet and swallow it, you know, and boom, everything's back to normal. I mean, sure, Venom, you know, will have a very upset stomach and probably have a little diarrhea, but Thanos will just be history. But no, they decided to be a little more dramatic. And, um, yeah, and I won't, you know, if you haven't seen it already, I'm still not going to ruin it for people. You don't do that kind of shit, you know. I will say, though, it should have been nominated for an Oscar. It should have for Best Picture and Best Actor. But Robert Downey Jr. didn't want it, you know. Instead, he wanted to do Mr. Doolittle, which bombed at the office. Box office on the office. <laughs> uh, like I said, 2020 did not get off to a good start. Barbara Walters didn't drop the damn ball. Dr. Doolittle bombed. You know, it was just a weird... And then the... I. Uh, did the groundhog see his shadow? I don't know. It, you know, it's like I'm ready for 2020 to just be over already. 2019 was okay. You know, you had a few good moments and bad moments. And As uh, Charles Dickens once said, it was the best of time. It was the worst of times. But thankfully, it was bedtime. Yeah. It's the Dr. Zeus podcast. I mean, what else are you going to get? The side order of fries. Here's the cool thing. If you go out to lunch with me or dinner, you get to have my fries. Not just because you're a listener, but I can't eat fries. So one time I went to go get something to eat and I saved the fries for my niece because she knows I can't eat them. So she got to have them. Like they, we went to In-N-Out one time as a family and I couldn't have the fries. I could have the burger, but I couldn't have the fries. 
You know, because I burn it off. I walk, 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 lift, 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 lift. So the moral of the story is my friend is right. I should move to New York eventually so we can walk all over the place. And then if we need a car, Jane Fonda can drive it. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>